0: You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today, we'll be discussing the newest innovation in LED technology. Our guest is Dr. Jason Olitsky, who maintains a private practice with his wife and dental partner, Colleen, in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. He publishes on various topics of cosmetic dentistry, has appeared in numerous national beauty and health magazines, and serves as product consultant for a variety of dental companies. Dr. Olitski, it's great to have you back on Dental Talk.
1: Thanks, Bill. Good to be
0: here. LED technology has entered what we call the power generation. So when we talk about curing lights, what are the different levels of power available to the dentist, and how do they relate to cure times?
1: Do you remember curing things with a halogen light and how long that took? I was thinking about that. I'm like, 40 seconds it took us to cure a 2-millimeter increment of composite. Mm -hmm. I mean, that it, it felt like eternity, and I'll tell you what I was doing. Like we were, we would were, be we'd start curing the composite. My assistant was holding the light, and then we get distracted by Seinfeld that was on TV, that the patient was watching. Of course, it wasn't reruns then; it was actually Seinfeld. And then in that process of the 40 seconds, the light would wander. It would hit the gums. It hit the tongue. It hit another tooth. You know, and so. Now, now you fast forward to today, and we're talking about three-second cure times. And that is like, in the, that is, it's revolutionary to know that we can cure composite in three seconds safely and effectively. And, but it's been a generation of LED you know, that's got us to this point. You know, there was, uh, there was a first generation of LED, which was really a low power, like a 400-milliwatt light. And it took about 20 seconds to cure your composite. The first couple generations, the second generation is a little stronger, 1,000-milliwatts. And a lot of people probably still use second-generation lights. And in those second-generation lights with a 1,000 milliwatts, you can cure composite in about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing about the third generation of LED lights was it allowed us to cure all the photo initiators. I don't know if you remember when, when LED lights came out. One of the biggest restrictions on the LED lights was that they couldn't cure all the photo initiators in our composites. And so it made halogen lights still a better use for us because we didn't have to worry about what we were curing because there's camphorquinone. Which most materials have, then there's loose, then there's looser in TPO, which didn't cure to LED lights, not in that same spectrum. But the third generation came out with what Ivoclar calls is their polywave LED technology. So they have multiple LED lights of different wavelengths that will cure all the composites. So now we have like something that's lightweight, something that's battery operated, long-lasting battery life, something that can cure all photo initiators, right? And, um, and so we don't have to worry about what it's curing, and and it can cure it quickly. That was the that's the third generation. Then they came out with something even stronger. The the blue face style at a 1200 milliwatt light uh, cured materials in 10, in ten seconds. And then they came out with a 2000 milliwatt light, which essentially which is like their turbo mode. You could cure a composite then in five seconds. And I'm like, I'm like, five seconds was incredible. I mm-hmm. thought that was, I thought that was it for me for a while. Five second cure times is incredible. Now the newest technology, the fourth generation, the light goes to 3,000 milliwatts. We're curing composites in three seconds, and it includes things like Polyvision, which is super cool because where we used to, um, you know, you have to be careful that like, obviously that you're holding the light guide over the tooth you're curing. Polyvision gives you an alert. When, you're, when your light guide drifts away from the tooth, kind of like when you're driving a car down the road and you use lane assist, mm-hmm. your steering wheel will vibrate when you start to, to pull off the lane and it will just alert you that you're not in the center of the road anymore. Well, it's the same thing with polyvision where if the light guide wanders or drifts off the tooth, it actually vibrates for you just to remind you to put the light guide back over the tooth. And if you do a really crummy job and the light guide completely comes off the tooth, then it will turn off and you'll have to start again. It's mm-hmm. very cool.
0: So it's kind of uh, bulletproof and has a certain amount of artificial intelligence. It helps guide you through the process to make sure that uh, it's fully cured, I assume. Now, right. when, when you get to that three-second level that you were talking about, is that, yeah. a, is that a mode that you set it at, given the fact that you're using the materials provided by Ivoclar that can support that three-second mode?
1: Yes, and there are there are two different lights now that they've just come out with. They have the G4, and then they have the... Uh, power cure and so the the power cure is the one that has three second cure mode a turbo mode which is 2,000 milliwatts so you can cure things in five seconds so they have a three second cure a five second cure and then they have the the 10 second cure time that you can use and then they also have a um a pre-cure which you can use with cements so you have more choices mm-hmm. to use so if you're not using the if you're not using the powerful materials you wouldn't use the three second cure time Right, right, just, so you can still use turbo mode, though.
0: Right, right. It just seems to me, and I agree, three seconds, it's almost like your initial response is, no way. You know, is this thing really, <laughs> do I feel comfortable sending this patient home now to chew on a pretzel, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. Three seconds, you ba- you barely turn the thing on.
1: <laughs> well, I, it's quick. And um, you, know, you know what's crazy, though? Like I sit around, and I think about, like, where, like, curing is going. I'm, I'm wondering to myself how long it's going to be before light curing is just a flash of light, like an impulse of light, like mm-hmm. almost like a flash tube going off. And it's like, it's like, and then the, the composite's cured and it's, it's fully hard. And it's kind of like the men in black thing, you know, when they pulled out the men in black thing and hmm. it flashed and the person like forgot like everything. Right. I'm like, we're going to pull out this, this light and we're going to cure the filling with it. The patient's going to be like, what just happened? Am I done? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're done. We just did your entire filling.
0: And you know you know, you know what's sell. interesting is is that these companies develop these products to shave off a second here and there and they actual mark, yeah. they market it saying you know 5 seconds was revolutionary but now that's not good enough now we're down to 3 seconds of course you've got to use the avaclar vivadent material to to have that work but um right. it's still you know they spent god knows what on marketing to cut off 2 seconds now is that relevant in a dental practice for a practitioners? I mean, as I said, I was an endodontist in my career. I don't know. Does two
1: seconds matter? It does, you know, as far as efficiency goes. And and two seconds does matter. But I want to remind you that most people are coming from 10-second curing because they are they're really are using something that's around 1,000 or 1,200 milliwatts. They're not coming from 2,000, you know, where they have the turbo mode <clears> to cure five seconds. So most people are actually coming down from either 20 or 10 seconds to three seconds when they're switching to power fill. And it, right. it is, it actually is more efficient. And um, it, what, it, what it entails is that you're spending less time in cure to spend more time on what matters in the development of the restoration. Mm-hmm. You know, that, me saving the time during the curing, during the filling process, enables me to focus in on the other details, like how am I managing the interface? You know, I'm spending enough time with my adhesive Universal scrubbing into the dentist, scrubbing into the enamel to make sure I don't have sensitivity. Because I don't have to sit there for like 10 or 20 seconds curing it when I'm done.
0: Right. I can right. spend
1: more time sculpting in the occlusion and doing a better job with my secondary and primary anatomy because I don't have to sit there for another 20 seconds or 10 seconds curing the restoration when I'm done.
0: Right. Now, and- what happens if a dentist is buying a material that, you know, is not designed to be compatible with the three-second LED light technology that Ivoclar's introduced, and it says to um, light cure for 20 seconds? That's on the instructions. What does the dentist do?
1: Yeah, and it's going to be dependent upon the power of the light to determine how long you have to cure your material for, because that, that depends on the output. So a certain amount of light for a certain amount of time gives you the output necessary to cure. And so uh, something tells you you need to cure it for, for 20 seconds, typically you're curing something at 500 milliwatts. And so some something says cure 10 seconds, it's typically 1,000 milliwatts. And if something's going to cure for five seconds, it's usually around 2,000 milliwatts.
0: Okay, is that made so, clear on the directions for use
1: on these composites? You really have to check the manufacturers. And if you're not sure, really dig into it to find out. Okay. And that's why when I choose a product company, when I choose a system that works for me, I tend to stick with that system and use those products together because I know that's how they're tested together and that's how they've instructed us to use them. The three-second cure, it's stronger, right? It's 3,000 milliwatts. And so we don't, want, we don't want you to over-cure with 3,000 milliwatts because it does generate more heat. So what Ivoclar has done with it is they actually put a limiter in it. So you can't actually press the button for three-second cures more than twice on a tooth because hmm. they want to keep the minimal heat buildup up on the tooth. So it's built-in protection for the tooth, and it's only rated for occlusal. So you can do class 1s and class 2 posterior composites with it, but not, not class 5s, not facials, and not, uh, not pediatric teeth. Right now. So you, you want to use it on baby teeth. Right. So it's rated for certain things and not other things.
0: Right. Which that makes total sense for the safety of the for the yeah. pulp. So what are some of the fears dentists have regarding the use of more powerful lights? We kind of covered that. So this is kind of an overlap question, but I had it as one of my questions. So yeah. a dentist is using this and, and, you know, what are they fearing?
1: I think primarily heat and shrinkage. And then the third one's compatibility, which you kind of talked about, too, but definitely heat. And so. There's heat buildup up generation, obviously. So having a limiter in the light is, I feel like, important, especially that strong 3,000 milliwatts of strength, right? So we have a limiter in it. Uh, but I think shrinkage, because been, it's been ingrained in our brains so much about shrinkage stresses on teeth and how negative it is for sensitivity and, long, and for the long-lasting marginal gaps of restoration. So definitely shrinkage. And so when, when car went to three-second cure, they, they actually changed the composite that we were working with. The tetraethylsilane bulk fill material—they actually added something into it to make it work with faster cure times. And it, it this is kind of a cool. It's a revolutionary thing in the composite. It's called addition fragmentation chain transfer. The way polymerization occurs is that when light hits it, it just—it just blows up. It goes crazy. It's like—it's like chaos. All—all all the polymerization occurs just as fast as possible. It's completely unorganized. It's—it would be like if you went into a a movie theater and scream fire. Everybody would be like running to the doors trying to find the exits. It would just be like mass chaos in the movie theater. People would try to get out the door. People would get trampled on. People would fall down. You know, there'd be some stragglers, but eventually everybody would get out. So the addition, fragmentation, chain transfer organizes the process. It's crazy. So what happens now is like if somebody goes into a movie theater and says, fire, you know, there's actually somebody there that's saying, okay, you four go out this door. You four go out this door. So everything's very organized in the process of polymerization. And so it reduces the stress significantly during polymerization to enable it to happen in three seconds. Mm -hmm. And so, so we've got more stress reduction in three seconds and we even had curing things for much longer. So it's a great material, whether you're curing it for 10 seconds, three seconds, five seconds. It doesn't matter because the the stress relief in the materials, the power fill system is great when you cure it for any amount of time.
0: Yeah, That's a great analogy there with a movie theater. Let's hope that nobody yells fire when we're watching a movie. (laughs) So what is the name of that product that Ivoclor Vivident sells that you're talking about that has these characteristics?
1: This is the power fill system. The power fill power flow system is a bulk cure material. That has all the great properties that touch of and bulk fill has that I've used for a decade, plus some other features that enable me to cure it for three seconds. If I have the power cure light,
0: it's a modification of the very successful material they had in the past so that it works very well with this three second power cure, which makes right. no sense. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, all these incredible innovations, they start with the demand from the doctor. You know, the doctor's doing this stuff in the office, and they, they ask the doctor questions like, what do you need, what, what would you like to have? And then they come up with these, you know, they have these brilliant chemists and researchers that, that are able to do all this stuff. Just think about the science behind the curing light paired with the additional chemistry added to the material for this all to work. It's just it's incredible.
1: incredible. It, it's not propaganda. And I'll tell you what's crazy about these companies is that it takes a long time to innovate this. Right, it's not it's not something you hear about last year and then they work on it for a year and it comes out. I mean, this is something they work on for for a decade or more to finally come out this, we finally bring this to market. So they have to know ahead of time, within a decade or more, what the practitioners are going to want in their dentistry and start innovating and working on that product until so it finally comes out. Right. So
0: how, how, let me answer this to, just to wrap up this podcast. You mentioned propaganda. How does a dentist know that the claims that are being made by a manufacturer that's trying to sell them a particular kind of product? And there's so many products out there for so many different dental procedures. How do you know or suspect that it is propaganda or, or disinformation?
1: It's a really big challenge you know, to know, is this something I can believe? Can I not believe? Because then a dentist is left to do their own research and, and, and read their own research materials. Many of it's put out by that, by that manufacturer. So you're not even sure if you could trust that. So I've always, in my practice, looked to looked to dentists and practitioners who were, who were doing the type of dentistry I wanted to do. I looked at the products they were using successfully in their practice. If I knew they were using these, these materials successfully, and I, I like their results, be it cosmetic, be it restorative, and I, those are the materials that I would try in my practice. And, uh, and I've, that, that's the way I've done it. So I, I would take their continuing education courses. I would see the way they do it. And those are the materials that I would try in my practice. I trust other dentists the most know when it comes to new products and and technologies to try out my own practice
0: when I go to a dentist myself all I want to do is ask the most discerning dentist that exists in the area you know who who should I go to to get this ground because you know it's it's the guy that holds up the x-ray like you that it ruins their day when they when their x-ray isn't perfect that's the dentist that I want to recommend me to another dentist not ask my you know not ask my cousin I just moved. I moved to Austin seven years ago, but Austin, Texas. And, you know, Uh I didn't I didn't know which dentist our family should go to. But I'm not going to ask my cousin for this, because if the dentist is really nice and has a high tech office, maybe, you know, they'll think that's the best dentist for me. I want to know, like you say, with the KOLs, you want to know some super sharp clinician that reads the research. That's the kind of uh, advice that you're looking for. And then you try it to see how it works. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just to sort of the point there, Phil, it's like it, it matters so much perception for the patient to know whether or not you're a good dentist, how nice you are, what's, what's your chair side manner like and whether they're going to refer you to somebody else. It has nothing to do with how good your stuff looks on an X-ray. It matters how nice you are right. or whether or not you hurt them. You
0: know, so that's, <laughs> well, there's something to be said for that, too. But, uh, <laughs> but 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 no, I mean, listen, we're talking about, you know, microns here and we want, you know, the, the number one reason, uh, posterior Restoration fail is because they leak right and they get recurrent right. decay and you know once the decay sets in and everything falls apart so uh we want to make sure we want to make sure it looks good and you're like the expert on cosmetic dentistry without a doubt one of the experts in the yep. country dr litsky and um great insight great analogy with the movie theater that's uh that's a really cool way of describing the technology the chemistry that's been modified in in this new material by Ivoclar. So uh, for our listeners, if you're interested, visit Ivoclar VivaDent's website. I'm sure they have information on the website. And stay tuned for more podcasts to keep you guys up to date on new innovations in dentistry. And thank you, Dr. Olitsky, for your time. We appreciate it very much.
1: Thanks for having me back, Bill.